Hello. Hi, Guillaume. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Wow, you even have a professional setting with a mic and <laughs> everything. Everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it looks really formal now. <laughs> no, it's just a chill conversation, but I'm super excited that you accepted to join me today. Were you surprised that I invited you? Uh, yeah, yeah, because, uh, yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Uh, also really happy that uh, you thought about me as a happy person. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really glad uh, you invited me and uh, it will be the opportunity uh, for, for me to take some news too because uh, as you know that I don't uh, send a lot of messages to take news of my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I think it's it's super interesting that you just said that it makes you happy basically that I think of you as a happy person. Is that something that's important for you to be seen as someone who is happy? Uh, no, it's it's not important at all. Um, but uh, I don't know when I received your message and you told me, hey, I thought about you <laughs> for this interview uh, about happiness. Uh, yeah, so it's a, uh, a sign of, uh, I don't know. Uh, if you see me as a happy person, I guess I'm happy. <laughs> so <laughs> cool. Something that I found quite funny as well uh, with the way we know each other is that we're actually from the same small town in France, but we actually met in New York. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> and one of the things that I was thinking about a little while ago was that I have never seen you upset or frustrated or sad or angry or anything like this. Every time I have seen you, you've been just looking very happy. Um, so my first question is, are you always happy or do you just hide when you are not happy? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not always happy. I think I'm happy maybe 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I'm not, I try to, I think I'm, I'm really introverted when I'm not happy and I just <laughs> to stay alone. I don't want to talk to people. So I just deal with it um, with myself. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe that's why nobody sees me as a sad person or something like that, because I don't show myself. I hide in my, in my room <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not happy. <laughs> but what would happen if, I don't know, maybe you're at the airport somewhere and your flight is delayed or something kind of unexpected happens, then do you stay happy or do you, I don't know, go high to be your introverted <laughs> unhappy self? No, I think, uh, I, think I, I need really a major event to not be happy, mm -hmm. like a flight delayed. Uh, for example, even just um, uh, two days ago, I missed a flight. So <laughs> I had to spend the entire day at the airport. That was not really fun. But uh, it didn't make my day less, more sad or something like that. It just, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. my fault. I know I have to wake up earlier, so <laughs> I cannot be sad about it. It's just, <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to change something to make this not happen again. Uh, but yeah, no, I think if a major thing is happening, yeah, if I'm at an event at a public place, I will just leave and uh, like deal with myself uh, on my side. Mm -hmm. This doesn't happen a lot of times in, in the life, I guess, uh, kind of very sad event. Yeah, so you don't let kind of small daily frustrations get to you and sort of take away your natural happiness? Definitely not. <laughs> 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 and do you think it comes sort of naturally from you? Like since you were a child, were you already kind of like happy and not bothered by anything? Or is this kind of a conscious choice to be like, okay, I don't care, I missed my flight and 
you know, like, that's okay. I don't have to spend it there at the airport, but I choose to, like, not let it affect me. Um, I think it's something a little bit natural, but uh, mm -hmm. with, uh, with age, you also learn how to uh, deal with things. Um, and I think you, you become more and more intelligent about uh, your, uh, your how to deal with your emotions. Mm -hmm. uh, you know about the emotional uh, caution? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. your emotional cushion tend to be uh, higher and higher with age. So you tend to deal with your own emotions and other people's emotions uh, better. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, even if there is um, something natural at start, everybody can learn and grow, uh, make grow this emotional cushion to, to deal with. Mm -hmm. Do you have some specific ways or events that helped you kind of be more conscious of things that maybe are triggering to you or, okay, you know, when this happens, I feel that and I can handle it this way. Or was it just getting older <laughs> or did you have something <laughs> maybe specific that maybe helped you think a little bit more about that? I think um, just uh, exchanging with people and to see uh, what other people have to deal with when mm -hmm. you put in comparison what, what you are living, what you are going through compared to what other people have to go through. Mm -hmm. um, you always can find uh, yourself as a as a person who is lucky and mm -hmm. uh, this event is not like that big even if it looks big missing a flight to be honest it's just very boring but uh, compared to other events uh, in life or other events that people can live uh, that's that's really nothing and I guess a lot of people would have loved just to miss a flight today mm -hmm. so um, I think just compare yourself to other people uh, who are going through very rough time uh, is uh, is a way to see life uh, brighter, I guess. Okay, I think that's interesting that you mentioned that because for a lot of people, I think if we start to compare ourselves to people who have it worse, then it makes us feel probably like, oh, well, I can't be unhappy and it's not okay that I'm sad because there's always someone who has it way worse than me. Uh -oh. yeah, I see. <laughs> so it can be kind of like a counterintuitive thing, but for you, it seems like you really look at it from a gratefulness place of like, oh, I, sh I still am entitled to my emotion and I can be sad about some things, but I'm grateful that I don't have it even yeah. worse than I do. <laughs> I think it's, I guess that's your approach. If you used to see the, the, the glass half full or half empty. Uh, but yes, like, of course, it is uh, it is allowed to be sad. It is allowed to be unhappy. But uh, when you're sad, if you see that what makes you sad is not that important, mm -hmm. maybe uh, you can see what's going right in your life instead. And uh, I guess if you see what's going right in your life, uh, you will be more happy about it and the sad event will become a very, very small event and uh, nothing really important. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. And there's a lot of research that shows, okay, the more grateful you are, the happier you are. Is it something you do consciously and you have a habit of maybe every day you think about stuff you're grateful about or write it down or it's just kind of natural for you to, to think about it? Um, I No, I don't think I have any habit of... Uh, of trying to make myself happy, I, I mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I guess, I, yeah, I try to be happy, but I don't do something every day to make me happy. Uh, I think, yeah, just doing some routines of stuff you like, for example, if you have some free time, try to do some sport, uh, mm -hmm. 
try to, to I don't know if you like reading, you can try to read something. Um, myself, I just try to do some sport when I have time. Uh, it's not often. <laughs> I won't like, I'm not a great, great sportier. But uh, every time I, I have some free time, I try to do something. Um, and I think the, uh, yeah, I'm never doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's good or bad. But it's my way to don't think too much and, yeah, just uh, mm -hmm. go through. <laughs> so it's working for you. Do you have, yeah, you've mentioned sport. Are there other things that you do either in your daily life or that you can do once in a while that you feel like, oh, this, this makes me happy? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, go to see my family or go out with some friends. Uh, just, uh, I guess, social interaction is, uh, is mm -hmm. really important for me. So see my friends quite often, see my family as much as I can, uh, or call them as I, li I live a bit far. Uh, it's, uh, it's something really important to me. And um, yeah, I guess it's part of my routine, like every week, every week to call uh, uh, my family members, uh, to have interaction with my brother, my friends. Uh, yeah, I guess social interaction maybe could be a routine then. If, if I have a routine, it's uh, social interaction. Do you have a memory of either the happiest moment in your life, if you have this, or just generally a happy moment in your life that you can record? Um, I don't know if it's the happiest, but um, uh, the second I, I finished a, a marathon, just mm -hmm. crossing the line was, uh, I don't know, I, I was struggling like crazy, like physically. <laughs> I was really dead. <laughs> but uh, the, the last kilometer was really uh, fulfilling. And uh, at the moment that I saw the, the finish line and I crossed the line, it was something like, wow, what a relief. And um, I was really proud of myself because I, I told everybody, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. Uh, and everybody told me, no, it's not a good idea. <laughs> you won't do it. <laughs> so just to, to prove that I, I can do it and uh, um, and finish this. Uh, yeah, I was really proud at, at this, this specific moment. Uh, uh, I was proud, yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you think for you it's necessary to be proud of yourself to feel happy? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think if you don't have a real uh, good picture of yourself, it's hard mm -hmm. to be happy. Um, I think it's even part of the Maslow needs, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the pyramid of Maslow. I think uh, um, the, before the last level, like the second from top, is a self-accomplishment uh, or something like mm -hmm. that, or uh, self-esteem, no, self-esteem, self-accomplishment is the last one. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he's right when he says that you need to fulfill this need if you want to reach like the top level uh, of, of needs and happiness. <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely, I, I don't picture myself as a happy person if I'm uh, not proud of who I am and uh, mm -hmm. definitely. I love what you're doing. And do you have a definition of happiness? Or like if I tell you, okay, are you happy? What are some of the criteria that you're using in your mind? Is it, oh, did I smile today? Is it more of a feeling? <laughs> How do you define it for yourself? <laughs> That's a tough uh, question. <laughs> you want me to put uh, KPIs on happiness? <laughs> no, maybe the, it's just a feeling. Maybe you tell me. You know what? I feel happy. This is how I define it. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, the definition is is just uh, 
yes or no answer by the end of the day, like, was your day happy? And it won't be always a happy day. Mm -hmm. um, to define criteria, I guess everybody would have his own criteria. And even myself, to be honest, I don't know my criteria of happiness. <laughs> uh, it's just I feel happy most of the time, but why? Um, I don't know if, if the people around me are happy. Uh, if I think my life is going great, yeah, I will be, I will be happy too. Mm -hmm. So you don't really maybe question it so much. It's like, okay, it seems like my life is good and I feel good. I'm not really gonna search and analyze why is yeah. it going good and what no. I can do <laughs> differently. I think I analyze when it's going bad uh, okay. because I want to change it. But uh, when it's going great, I don't want to analyze because I don't want to change it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah, it's going good. So I, I just continue to live and, you know. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's working. Too. Let's not touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> as long as the recipe is working, you don't touch. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to add more salt or pepper. Right now it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty interesting. It feels, I think you're the first person that I talked to in, in those interviews that seems to have such an easiness in <laughs> to happiness, <laughs> which is interesting. Most of the people I've uh, talked with before for those discussions, they tell me, oh, I'm so surprised that you uh, interview me. And usually they were recommended to me by someone else who sees them as a very happy person. And they tell me, no, I, I don't really know why they, <laughs> they selected me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I do my best to be happy and I'm generally happy, but kind of it's a little work in progress. But with you, it seems very natural. Um, do you understand that for other people, maybe it's really difficult to be happy? Or do you think it's kind of just a choice? Or maybe if you have really bad circumstances in your life, then it's normal that you're not happy. How do you see uh, a bit that question? No, like. Uh... Yeah, if people are not happy, I will definitely not judge them uh, mm -hmm. because we we didn't have the same life, we didn't went through the same events, and everybody reacts differently to to different events. So I can understand why um, they are not happy. Uh, and um, yeah, like if my friends are talking to me about their issues, I will be always there for them, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but I think most of the time I try to. Yeah, if, if I, I try to hang out with happy people, mm -hmm. I think it's my risk to be happy because uh, <laughs> uh, not only happiness, I guess all human, uh, human emotions are just mm -hmm. uh, transmissible. Like if you put in a room someone who is sad uh, that you don't know and you never interacted with them, you enter in the same room, you will feel sad for this person and you will start to be sad. It's uh, just all uh, all emotions are really um, contagious. So mm -hmm. that's why if you try to hang out with uh, with happy people, you will be happy just just seeing them. And uh, you know, you enter in a room, you see someone smiling. You don't mm -hmm. know why you, you smile back. But I think yeah, that's a really good point. And that was actually the kind of the reason I started doing those interviews because I feel like okay, you know, we don't always know people in our own network that are really happy or especially with social media it can be really easy to think that someone is happy while actually they're really not happy yeah. so I think it's really <laughs> hard to find genuine happy person so it's like 
okay, I want to just talk with people who are happy and see like, how do they do it? How does it work for them? Are they happy all the time? Is it naturally that it comes to them? What do they do every day to like be happy? Um, and sometimes the answers are very different from one person to another. But I think it gives a lot of inspiration for people to think about oh, what makes me happy. Do I know and how can I, you know, think a little bit more about this um, in my life? And I think also just hearing those conversations, honestly, me, sometimes I just listen to them and I'm happy just after listening <laughs> to the conversation. It's a good thing that you interview uh, people that you consider as happy. I'm pretty sure like the answers will just <laughs> make you happy. And to be honest, I already consider you as a happy person, so you should interview yourself too. <laughs> I was actually the, the last actual guest on the podcast was myself for my uh, 30 years old <laughs> That's birthday. So cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I want to see this video. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little strange because every time when I invite people, I'm like, no, don't worry, it's just chill and you don't need to know all the answers. It's just a conversation. And then when I was on the other side and I had to answer the questions a bit before the, we started, I was like, oh, damn it, I need to say smart things. And <laughs> it was a little bit stressful to be on the other side, but it was still fun. A really fun episode to, yeah, to do as well. So what's the purpose of, um, of those interviews? It's uh, to conduct a research or do we have a YouTube channel or... It's for right now there's no YouTube channel because uh, I have never tried to edit a video and <laughs> for now <laughs> I'm not trying really to do this. No, it really started uh, actually the whole project of the Happy Newsletter started, uh, it's going to be two years ago now when it was the middle of COVID and it was only bad news coming all over the place. It was not the first time there was bad news all over the place, but it felt really like okay, where are we going? <laughs> and, you know, everything yeah. bad is happening. And so I was like, well, yeah, we just need to have one thing every day or like every week that is positive in this world. And so I just okay. started sending in one uh, happy quote every Wednesday because I felt, okay, if it's every day, maybe it's a little too much work. I'm not going to have time to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put a big commitment. A big, really busy, like, your schedule is crazy, so... <laughs> So I was like, no, once a week, uh, that's really good. And so, yeah, it was July two years ago. And I have sent mm -hmm. every week, except two times, the happy newsletter. And I was so like, okay, you know, what else can I do? And uh, the interviews actually started because Finland was elected for the fifth year in a row as the happiest country in the world. <laughs> wow, so cool. And I know a little bit about the Nordic countries and I was like, why, why are they on top? Like, sure, they have a good life, but why are they on top? Fifteen <laughs> in a row. Um, so I called one of my friends who is from Finland and I was like, you know what? I need to know <laughs> why, why you guys are the happiest. And she always seemed like a really happy person. So I was like, okay, maybe there is something into, into this. Um, and I think, you know, generally, learning through other people's conversation. Uh, it's really interesting. So it's kind of part just for me just to have conversation with <laughs> happy people that I really um, enjoy. And also, yeah, to share different tips um, on the subject of happiness and also trying to show the other side of, okay, if not because someone you see is really happy that 
they are all the time happy. Uh, again, when we see on social media, some people is like, oh, they have their perfect life and so they're happy, but it's not really, you know, all sides. I always have people in the discussion be like, well, I'm not always happy and, you know, maybe either people don't see it because I process it, you know, kind of like by myself and it's still yeah. normal to not be happy. So the point is not to create like a propaganda around like everybody should be happy and you know like don't be sad and don't be upset <laughs> it's more it's like just, yeah conversations to people to help them to uh, find their way to be happy exactly because honestly when i interviewed this first friend who is from finland and i asked her why is finland you know number one on happiness and she was like i have no idea But then we had, I think, a one and a half conversation. And through all the things that she mentioned about how her life is in Finland and, you know, the proximity that she has, for example, with her family, with her friends, that uh, the comfort of her life is also, you know, pretty high. So all of this, I think, contributes to the answer of happiness. I think also the way Finnish people see what it means to be happy can be a little different uh, than in other countries. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people so are like, like, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't do anything to be happy. But then when you make people talk, you realize that there's common themes that come up all the time. Yeah. So what yeah. are the themes? Uh, a lot about connection with people, either with family or friends. I never have anybody with happy. No, you don't necessarily need to have like a lot of friends or a lot of social connections, but I mean, we're a, you know, connected species as human beings. Yeah, yeah. So some sort of feeling connected uh, to a community seems to always be uh, important to generally have quite a comfortable life, whatever that means, you know, for different people. But of course, if you are starving every day, it's going to be a little harder to, yeah, yeah, to be like, hey, I'm so happy. <laughs> but actually, this... This is an interesting point. I have not done an interview yet with um, someone from the really poor neighborhoods of of the world. But when I was um, really a child, when I was four years old, I lived in in Philippines and we went into some areas where people definitely don't have a comfortable life. And they have looked like the happiest people I have seen in my life. And they don't have a good life. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, if their definition of happiness is not the same as yours, maybe their life is just happy as it is and uh, they they don't need more. Uh, Mm -hmm. If they have more, they will be even like, yeah, that's super cool. But maybe they don't just don't need it to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. And, And I think that's what's so interesting and so interesting to see the difference between success and happiness, because... We're all raised, especially in, you know, Western societies. I'm like, oh, you get a good job and you're going to be happy and you have a good salary and you're going to be happy. But then when you look at it, you see, okay, a lot of people have a really great salary and a really great job. They're not necessarily that happy. Um, So, yeah, all those little interviews are to kind of see, okay, what are the secrets of happiness from like real people? (laughs) That's pretty cool. And to who do you send this uh, newsletter? Very different people. Uh, There's people from all ages. I don't have the age of everybody, but I know at least the youngest that I know is 16 and the oldest is 16, eight, I think. 
60? Okay, okay. So, so it's very like diverse type of people. Uh, not really. Uh, at the start, it began with my email address and Julian's email address. <laughs> you, it's like a personal <laughs> newsletter. <laughs> so it was like kind of our personal newsletter. And then um, it's hard to re recall now how it started to grow, but um, I don't know. I think I did a few events where I mentioned it. And so then people signed up. Uh, then it was featured in the newspaper 20 Minutes in France. Oh, really? So then oh, a lot of people signed up. <laughs> there is an article about you. That's yes. really, really cool. <laughs> And then a lot of people unsubscribe because it was in English. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Vaminute is really French. <laughs> so only the English speaking French people continue on it. But uh, yeah, no, it's a very different type of people now. Many people that I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always, you know, excited for me to be recording those videos, sending the, the newsletter. Yeah. Um, Trying and, uh, to spread some joy around the world. The link, I would be really happy to receive this new newsletter. Yes, I will add you after after our call. Yes, definitely. So you can be a you can be part of this little community as well. Do you have some tips maybe for someone who would not be happy at the moment on what do you think is one thing maybe they can do? Maybe not. You know, you're not going to turn someone from like depression to like happy yeah. bunny, but. What's maybe one step that one person can take to feel a little less bad or add, add some happiness in, in their life? Kind yeah. of like uh, les paillettes dans la vie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really hard to tell because um, the reasons of sadness are very various. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and if we don't like see the, the case one by one, I don't know if, the, if there is a general rule to just erase sadness. Most mm -hmm. of the time, uh, when I try to bring some uh, payet <laughs> in someone's, <laughs> someone's life, I just try to listen to this person, understand what's not going wrong, and just listening is something great. And on top of that, mm -hmm. if you give an advice, um, but not giving an advice, I think listening is, is, a, is a first thing. Um, mm -hmm. So just try to find people listening to you. Uh, and if, if there is no friend or no like family, uh, talking to a professional doesn't mean you're uh, sick. Because I think for, for a lot of people, uh, going to see a specialist to, to mm -hmm. talk is uh, seen as a sickness. But it's, they are not here to cure a sickness. They are here to listen to you. So um, yeah, if, if you need to talk to someone, sometimes a professional could be even the better person. Mm -hmm. Talking to a specialist, I would say, uh, or actually, you can start by by friend or family member if you if you trust someone. Mm -hmm. um, but if you don't trust anyone enough, uh, or you don't have someone close enough to talk to, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, a specialist is not uh, a bad decision, and it's not a sickness or anything when you see someone to talk to. What if you're just bored? Let's say you're not, you know, depressed or anything, and you're just like, uh life is blah, I don't want to do anything to make me happy. What can this person do? Do you have like maybe one um, activity that brings you joy, uh, except maybe going to run a marathon? <laughs> no, I guess, no, this is not a good idea. Actually, I won't do it uh, again like this. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say sports have a lot. Uh, it it releases a lot of, uh, of dopamine in your body. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
you even if you never tried sport before sport can help a lot uh, and create some small routines uh, in this even if it's like 10 minutes every day mm -hmm. uh, it's not big thing just try to to find a routine that makes mm -hmm. you happy and uh, just release some endorphin in your body um, and also it's yeah sport I was saying that sport is uh, really nice because at start your progress is really quick mm -hmm. so if you do it every day you will see that uh, something is going better and better in your life and you think like your body is going better and better because you can see that I don't know you can hold planks uh, longer or mm -hmm. you can do more ups or squats or I don't know uh, so yeah I, I guess sport could be a, a good idea all right not for the lazy people here <laughs> <laughs> I, I try I try sometimes every day I, I'm not <laughs> as active as this but <laughs> No, I think it's, uh, I mean, a lot of research show that any sort of, you know, movement or exercise is, uh, yeah, really good just generally for your mental health and also contributing to having, yeah, more dopamine and, and being a little happier than just having shots of dopamine through uh, notifications from yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think, so uh, I'm not doing it, uh, but I, I read some articles saying that reading helps a lot uh, mm -hmm. to be so I would advise to read, but uh, I'm not like applying this advice to myself. So <laughs> I, what I say is like you can take it with a <laughs> with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> do you have one thing that, um, if we dig a, a little deeper, that you think you do? You know, you see your friends and you do sport. Do you have maybe like a small activity every day that makes you happy? Like I don't know. Maybe you wake up and you put some music or... Oh, yeah, I I cannot live without music. Like, that's, uh -huh, even okay. when I work, I have to, to listen to music all the time. And I feel bad if I, if I have nothing in my ears. Like, mm -hmm. I have to have something for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, music helps to be happy. It depends to what you listen to. Uh, of course, if you listen to Adele all day long at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Adele, but... <laughs> Maybe not the happiest uh, mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see, <laughs> you see what I mean. <laughs> what kind of music do you do you listen to 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 be happy? Uh, Latin music because um, the rhythm always uh, makes want people to dance, uh, and it's always about uh, most of the time it's about something nice, mm -hmm. uh, about uh, partying, uh, about meeting people, dancing. The uh, sun, la playa. <laughs> yeah, it's like holidays all the time. <laughs> so yeah, Latin music uh, helps me a lot to keep my mind uh, happy. I guess that's a really good tip. Thank you, Guillaume. I will yeah. <laughs> go on to my last question, unless you have something something else you want to add. But my last question is always, who is the happiest person you know? And it can be someone that you know personally, or it can just be some movie star that looks very happy to you. Uh, anybody that you think is a happy person. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm really happy that uh, <laughs> you sent me this question uh, uh, before. Because it took me like several hours to find out, and I was like thinking about all the people I knew. Uh, I think I would have been tricked otherwise. Uh, but uh, the happiest person I know, I think it's a, a friend I met in New York. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, every time she enters a room, like she's like, hey, everybody. And she's just like uh, cheering everybody, um, really uh, smiling all the time. 
uh, always dancing um, and she's always in a good mood and even if something bad happened she will find uh, like kind of excuses uh, for the people who acted badly. She will be like, okay, maybe he was in a bad mood, you don't know. Uh, she will always try to be really kind to people um, uh, and don't judge people too quickly. Uh, try to keep the mood uh, happy. And yeah, I, I think when she's in a room, you cannot <laughs> not notice her. Um, she will bring happiness to everyone like really sharing you know what i was mm -hmm. saying before like, uh, uh sharing her emotions to to everyone so yeah i would say this friend is the happiest person i know all right perfect i think i will contact you later to be like give me the contact of this person yeah <laughs> i'm pretty sure she would be really happy to answer it's always good because you know as as you mentioned earlier Usually we get so much emotions from other people and it's kind of like, oh, successful people, usually they know other successful people. And I find that happy people usually know other happy people. So Definitely. always have this referral uh, going around for people to interview. Actually, I think it's my recipe to be happy. It's just to hang out with happy people. Like mm -hmm. uh, when you see someone happy, you naturally want to interact with this person and, and see this person again and again and when you see someone not really happy and kind of toxic and uh, bringing everybody's down you, you don't want to see this person too much <laughs> so yeah I guess if I have a tip for people who are sad just try to identify uh, in the people you know the happiest person or the happy people and just try to talk to them more mm -hmm. uh, and you will naturally be happy, I guess. Okay. And what if you are the person who is depressed that nobody wants to talk to? <laughs> to be honest, as a happy person, if I have a friend who is sad, I will, even if I try to hang out with happy people, if this mm -hmm. person is already my friend, of course, I will I will be there for, for mm -hmm. this friend and, and try to listen and help this friend uh, to feel better, for sure. To also be part of the happy gang. Yeah, of course, of course. You don't want to leave anybody behind. It's just when you meet random people, you, you can avoid them. But once you start to interact, uh, mm -hmm. of course, you will feel connected and you don't want to leave uh, anybody alone. That's a great tip. And I always find it so interesting that if I ask people who is the most successful person they know or someone really successful, they can always think of someone. <laughs> But if I say, okay, who is happy around you? It always takes so much longer to Yeah, finish. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we don't really know what are the criteria, except, oh, this person is like smiling all the time. So I guess they're happy. But for success, it's like, oh, I don't know. They have a good job. Or else, like, they earn that yeah. much. <laughs> like, so much easier. Like, related to money and uh, power and stuff. So <laughs> it's something that everybody wants to show. So it's, mm -hmm. it's easy when you don't need to show you're happy so it's less easy to identify uh, people yeah. Uh, but yeah when you have a lot of money a lot of power you're considered as successful uh, yeah people tend to show off or to show it on socials and stuff so everybody knows <laughs> so yeah, it's easy to identify <laughs> yeah I think the sort of mindset around this is starting to shift a little bit and that people I see a lot of the new generation now is starting to look at, okay, maybe it's not worth to, you know, have so much money if you're not happy. But I mean, money is still quite a lot there. But I think the place of happiness and not 
earning success at any price is a lot but more present than it used to be maybe in our generation or the generation of of our parents do you also feel a bit that yeah i think older generations like the the struggle more and money was really important because uh like one person used to work in the family and to bring money for the entire family so mm -hmm. they didn't have like a, a, an easy life and uh, they, they really relied on the money to to live uh today i think uh, most of the people already have the money to live and we are just expecting more from life uh, so money becomes definitely less important um, and personally i don't think money is related to happiness more money won't bring happiness usually mm -hmm. money brings problems because when you have something <laughs> you want to protect it and uh, you will true. try to protect it and or you will have new problems like how can I make this money uh, become more money? Like mm -hmm. you have money on the side, you don't want to leave it uh, and you want to invest it and you start to think about how can I invest it? And you, you, you start to have other kind of uh, problems and uh, mm -hmm. things that you have to think about and then you have more. So you want to protect it even more because uh, it's even more valuable and you become a target. So yeah, I, I think money is good. And as long as you reach like your standards of happiness, getting more won't get you more happy. But yeah, you need like a minimum level to some be standard. Happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there is a minimum and a maximum for everyone, and mm -hmm. you need in the middle to be happy. Too much will bring you uh, problems, issues, uh, stress, <laughs> and not enough. <laughs> of course, it will bring you like <laughs> you don't want to starve or. <laughs> don't want to live uh, uh, in the streets or something like that. Uh, you need like a, a minimum to live, of course. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Guillaume. This will be my, my last question for, for today. Thank you so much for sharing kind of your thoughts uh, with me and the community on, on happiness. Do you have yeah. some last words that you want to share? Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me. Uh, it was a real pleasure uh, to talk about it with you. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, just thanks a lot for for thinking about me uh, it means <laughs> means something to me definitely <laughs>